Today is Friday, May 26, uh, 2023, and Deep State is gonna deep. Trump indictment anticipated from Biden DOJ over Mar-a-Lago raid that Joe Biden ordered. We cannot state this enough. The FBI knows what car was used in the January 6th DNC pipe bomb, but refuses to give the suspect's identity. What does that tell you? And Mike Davis joins the show to talk about all of it. Our in-house attorney, the very best. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to be careful where you spend your money. You got to be careful where you put your money. I mean, honestly, the question is now, what is going to retain value? We see some very, very scary things happening around the world. There are countries that are allying against us. The BRICS nation, nations called BRICS because of the gold bricks they're going to back their new currency with. This is China, India, Pakistan, Russia. Dangerous times. America used to be on the gold standard, and we should go back. But that shouldn't stop you from getting yourself some gold. You should go check out my friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold, you can protect your IRA and 401k with physical gold and silver if you prefer. You can also just hold it in your hot little hands. doesn't have to be in some esoteric account somewhere. You just see it number on a page. You can literally hold the gold and you can whisper to it in the dark of night. In the wee small hours of the morning. You can talk to it and look at your reflection in it. It's beautiful. And I definitely don't do this on my front porch uh, at 1 a.m. Not, no, not me, not me. Ladies and gentlemen, gold is the only thing that protects in value against a fiat currency. So let me suggest again, Allegiance Gold. Get up to $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying purchase with protectwithbenny.com today. Protectwithbenny.com today. Go visit my friends at Allegiance Gold. Ladies and gentlemen, it was gold yesterday when we went into Target. We wanted to start the show with a uh, piece of happy news. Speaking of investing your money in places with value and not in things that are worthless, now, we've been covering on the show that Target has been using uh, sex cult grooming and satanic worship in order to come after your children. And uh, hot damn, did we ever find that to be true? We walked into Target yesterday uh, after Target has distanced itself from the sex cult groomers and Satanists that they used to design their pride line for this year and said that the, the display is adults only, we've gotten rid of the satanic objects, and this is, of course, not going to be at the front of the store. Well, we found that Target is lying to you in a little piece of journalism by just stopping in at our local Target. Check it out. Okay, so I am here at Target in Tampa, Florida. Just walked in the door. You've heard that there's a backlash and that Target's made some real changes uh, to their very aggressive pride display uh, this year. And you have been lied to, actually. Because right here at the very front of the building, there you go. There's your little, little toddler mannequin. And it gets better. Check this out. So, uh, they also have plenty of toddler gear, plenty of onesies for literally 12, 12 months. That's what that is. Yeah, 12-month-old. And they also had the satanic gear there. They told you that they got rid of the satanic gear, but no, 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 in fact. Now, this is the uh, apparel that's designed by a open Satanist who says that Satan uses pronouns and that LGBTQ plus alphabet people, they all hang with Satan. That's what the guy says. We've, re we've read you his own words. These, this is the person that Target 
is using to design their clothing for kids. And this is what shocked me is that not only was this right at the front of the store, it was in the kids section. There were child mannequins being used in this display. I needed to see it for myself because if I'm going to leverage our like nearly 8 million person audience here against an entire corporation, uh, then we better be damn sure that they deserve it. I'm damn sure that Bud Light deserved it. And now after visiting Target, I am damn sure that Target deserves it. And you must be too, because check out Target's stock price this morning. Target stock price trading the lowest it has traded in a calendar year, fallen off a cliff. Look at that. And there's no coming back, baby. We have now hit the lowest for the year. Why? Why would investors be fleeing Target? Well, because there is a line, right? The line isn't a rainbow-colored dog leash, right, for your shih tzu. The line is our children. Why do you need to bring children into this? The line is our kids. It's the same thing with Mulvaney and Bud Light, because he's clearly speaking to an audience that is really young on TikTok. The median age of his audience is under 21. That's going after the kids. Once again, these people won't have kids. Have you ever met these people? They're gross. Their breath, this smells like old cheese. Their teeth are the color of old cheese. They're like disgusting individuals. They're repulsive. They're not mentally stable. And they no, no one's ever going to procreate with these people. So because they don't have any vessel to pour their sick ideology into, which is something that you naturally feel as a human being, they're going to go after our kids. Are you awake? Be awake. And so I went myself to Target and we saw it for ourselves. And sure enough, it was worse than I could have possibly imagined. In fact, the preponderance of stuff that I found there, and we're going to release a much longer video today on it, the preponderance of stuff was geared towards children. Baby bibs, baby toys, groomer books. It was all geared towards kids. The entire section. And oh, lo and behold, right down uh, the aisle, no less than 10 steps down the aisle was Joanna Gaines's section. Conservative Christian influencer. Person who presumably makes billions of dollars in sales for Target, uh, who has uh, not spoken up, a, not spoken a word against this stuff. So literally across the aisle from the satanic groomer uh, sex cult stuff is Joanna Gaines's wholesome Magnolia line. These people are frauds. Until they speak up uh, against this stuff, you shouldn't buy their product. And, and you shouldn't encourage them uh, by not by ignoring this stuff. That's the thing. Joanna Gaines has locked her Instagram comments. She's locked down all the comments on her page. This is getting to them. A word from these people would end it all. Uh, we are a group of individuals who are brave because it is brave to stand against the powers that be. Powers that be throughout history uh, have always get, been totalitarian and tyrannical. We just know more about them than ever today. And so when you're standing against that tsunami, when you're standing against that hurricane, that giant storm, you are the brave ones. You are the punk rock. You are the revolution. These people fancy themselves revolutionaries. You're on the same side as J.P. Morgan Chase and Apple and Raytheon and Lockheed Martin and Boeing and Bank of America and the World Economic Forum. You're not 
part of the revolution. You are the machine. You are the system. And you people are complete and utter frauds. So shame upon Target. Bring on the boycott. We're just getting started, baby. This is going to be Bud Light times 20 because you're going after our kids. And you have a store that goes after kids. Bud Light, and I'm not here to defend them, and I never will. Hope they go out of business. Hope the brand the branded becomes so toxic because men did our jobs. We made that brand socially unacceptable to drink in man culture. In man culture, you're not allowed to drink Bud Light. Don't let me ever catch you with a Bud Light. But women, you're doing your jobs now too. Mama bears. Tiger moms. Like, you're the ones who shop at Target primarily. You're the ones who are causing this pain. God bless you. Good. This is how we fix things. Standing up against the uh, hailstorm that whips and whirls around us is Donald Trump. Donald Trump will be indicted, apparently, according to reports, over the Mar-a-Lago raid, which was oh so interesting. If you go back through the people's history of exactly what happened and the more that we learn about it, we learn, for instance, that Joe Biden ordered this raid, that this was a deep state raid, that they threw his documents onto the floor, you see, for everyone to see. You know, have you ever seen anything like that uh, with Joe Biden? Yeah, Joe Biden has something like 20,000 classified documents in his possession or in the possession of the Chinese who were running his think tank. Have you ever seen any photo like that of them throwing the documents on the floor? You ever seen one of those from Biden? I don't think so. This was a setup from the beginning. It was also illegal. Uh, Our in-house attorney, Mike Davis, will be joining us soon to describe how illegal this raid was. But prepare. We like to be ahead of the curve. We've been ahead of the curve. uh, We've been ahead of the curve the entire week. I got a buddy who does financial investing and uh, at the beginning of this week, I tweeted, get ready, Target. We're about to Bud Light you. And he called me this morning. He's like, you uh, might, you you gave like better investment advice uh, than G- G- Jim Cramer has ever given in his entire career. And that's not saying a lot, obviously. But like, while Jim Cramer saying, bye, 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 Target stock, I'm saying sell. Get ready. And the people who listened to me, Well, uh, they made out fine. People who didn't listen to me, careful what you wish for. So ladies and gentlemen, we want to be ahead of the curve and that's what we're going to do here for you. We want to prepare you for what's about to happen next week. Because what's about to happen next week is that Jack Smith, the special counsel, will be most likely bringing charges against Donald Trump. And we're going to preview those here because that's going to be the next news cycle. They're going to try and lie to you about what's happening. And they're Getting started. Watch. Special counsel investigating the case involving classified documents found at former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence is nearing the end of that probe. The Wall Street Journal reporting special counsel Jack Smith has all but finished obtaining testimony and evidence to determine whether the former president mishandled the documents after federal authorities subpoenaed them. Uh, Some of the former president's associates are reportedly preparing for his indictment and plan to fundraise off a prosecution. All right. Well, the last time he indicted Donald Trump, you increased his poll numbers by 20 points and he raised like some $10 million. So here we go. But this ain't no Alvin Bragg thing, man. This is going to be with federal teeth now. 
This ain't some like chewing gum in the and jaywalking in Manhattan, which is what they got Trump for there. Everyone knows that's a fraudulent joke. This is for real. So, you know, again, our job is to prepare you for what's about to happen. Uh, Jim Jordan, who is a Trump fan and has endorsed Trump for 2024, is saying that this is election rigging and election interference. And he would, of course, be right. And then this past election in 2022, they raid President Trump's home 91 days before that midterm election. But they didn't do the same to Joe Biden, even though they knew he had classified document problems. They waited until after the election. And then, of course, here we are heading into 2024 and they're already doing the same thing. Alvin Bragg indicted President Trump in New York using federal tax dollars with no real issue there whatsoever. It's ridiculous what they did. Fonnie Willis is looking to do it in Georgia, the same darn thing. And of course, Jack Smith, as reported in the Wall Street Journal, may be, as a special counsel, may be indicting President Trump on the classified document issue. Joe Biden had classified documents at four different locations. What time do you, uh, what time is it? What time is it? What time do you realize that you are living inside of a system that is run by people who don't play by the rules of that system, you see? It's fascistic. They don't have rules that apply to them. doesn't matter what Joe Biden does. Joe Biden can look straight down the barrel of the camera and lie to you about this raid, this raid of Donald Trump's home, which he's done. We actually went to the archives and found the footage. Here is, I mean, it's not hard to find footage of Joe Biden lying, but here in this particular instance is Joe Biden looking directly down the barrel of the camera and lying to you and we can prove it. Let's go. How much advance notice did you have of the FBI's plan to search Mar-a-Lago? I didn't have any advance notice. None. Zero. Not one single bit. Thank you. Oh, that's super inconvenient because here reading to you directly from Breitbart.com, Joe Biden's White House involved in raid on Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago resident. Joe Biden administration was involved in the raid of former Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residents through a special access request, according to documents obtained from the National Archives by America First Legal. On August 8th, 2022, the Federal Bureau of Investigation raided the Mar-a-Lago grounds, retrieved classified documents. According to the establishment media, the Biden administration was stunned. But, <laughs> you know, that's not true. The archives also claimed that it had not been involved in the DOJ investigation, but documents uh, shown show that the FBI obtained access to the records through a special access request from the Biden White House on behalf of the DOJ, contradicting the official narrative. Oh my, you can actually literally see the messages here. This in, They're in the article. Scroll down, four docs, ladies and gentlemen. From the America First Legal, a great organization, by the way, run by Stephen Miller. Records obtained from our investigation and the circumstances surrounding the Mar-a-Lago raid further confirmed that the FBI obtained access to these records through a special access request from the Biden White House on behalf of the DOJ. So that's just a uh, legalese term for Joe Biden ordered this raid. Joe Biden gave them the capacity to do this raid. And Joe Biden is, of course, lying to you. So this has been predicted, ladies and gentlemen. Bill Barr has predicted this. Bill Barr, a nefarious figure inside of uh, inside of 
Washington, D.C. And I, I mean, the more that I study the Epstein case, the more that you study the history of Bill Barr uh, and Bill Barr's actions after the Trump administration, the more you realize he was a fifth column inside of the Trump administration, should have never gotten the job. Bill Barr, however, uh, very well sourced inside of the DOJ. He's saying, get ready, prepare. This is what they're about to do to your boy Donald. Given the developments in the grand jury, do you believe that special counsel Jack Smith is close to a charging decision? I would think they'd want to do it before the end of the year. Uh, and, um, you know, it could be in the, later in the summer or in the fall, you know, would be the earliest I would expect it. And why that timing? Well, because if they're close, if they're close to a decision, I think the process of, you know, reviewing that and socializing with the attorney general and so forth uh, and buddy, buttoning it up uh, would probably take that long. Hey, Bill Barr, uh, why was fe- why was Jeffrey Epstein killed inside of a federal prison with the cameras off and the guards sent out on a smoke break when no one was entering or leaving the prison? How how that happen? Who who has access to turn off the cameras inside the federal penal system, Bill Barr? Why did your dad hire Jeffrey Epstein? Those are questions. Bill Barr's father gave Jeffrey Epstein his first job, even though Jeffrey Epstein didn't have a college degree. That, those are questions. Those are questions. Maybe for another time. But those are good questions. But you can see now the uh, coil of the beast uh, tightening around Donald Trump that will make him more popular with his base, obviously. Uh, but again, we are in the we are in the business of preparing you for what's about to happen. Donald Trump was asked directly about these documents, what they pertain, what was inside of them, and he had this to say. President of the United States, you, unlike, say, Hillary Clinton in her case, right. a president has the power to declassify. Correct. Okay. You had said on Truth Social a number of times you did de- declassify. I did declassify, yes. Okay. Is there a process? What was your process to declassify? It doesn't have to be a process, as I understand it. You know, there's different people say different things, but as I understand it, there doesn't have to be. If you're the president of the United States, you can declassify just by saying um, it's declassified, even by thinking about it, because you're sending it to Mar-a-Lago or to wherever you're sending it. And there doesn't have to be a process. There can be a process, but there doesn't have to be. You're the president. You make that decision. So when you send it, it's declassified. We, I declassified everything. Now, I declassified things, and we were having a lot of problems with NARA. You know, NARA uh, is a radical left group of people running that thing. And when you send documents over there, I would say there's a very good chance that a lot of those documents will never be seen again. There's also a lot of speculation because of what they did, the severity of the FBI coming and raiding Mar-a-Lago. Were they looking for the Hillary Clinton emails that were deleted, but they are around someplace? Were they looking for the well, wait, spy? Wait, not saying you had it. Did, no, no, they may be saying, they may have thought that it was in did. there. Okay. And a lot of people said the only thing that would give the kind of severity that they showed by actually coming in and raiding with many, many people. Oh, man, a rare Trump slip there. Donald Trump giving away exactly what he had and exactly why they needed to raid him. This is so important, and this is what we're going to get into with Mike Davis, exactly what Donald Trump had, because on Donald Trump's last day as president, he declassified an enormous amount of data and information having to do with crossfire hurricane investigation into him, into the Hillary Clinton email scandal. 
He declassified information about the FBI's uh, investigations into Hillary Clinton. Now, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, I think, was a, a little bit late there because then Joe Biden uh, just hoovered up all that information and never released it, right? So Donald Trump declassified it, and then Joe Biden went in and then locked it all down again. Uh, Donald Trump did this on his last day so that he could take his own personal copies. This is what Mike Davis is contending, and I think this makes a ton of sense. You can see right there Donald Trump arguing that this might have had something to do with Hillary Clinton's emails. And Sean's like, you have Hillary Clinton's emails? And Trump's like, well, <laughs> maybe. We asked Cash Patel, who's, of course, Donald, one of Donald Trump's closest advisors, ran the DOJ for Donald Trump, uh, is a federal prosecutor himself. Uh, what is in these documents? Now, forgive the set here on this old... Forgive, forgive the set because this was our Fourth of July special. We were we were drinking beer on set Fourth of July. You know, it's kind of ridiculous looking set. But nonetheless, please listen to the context of this comment and know that if you had been tuning into the show, you would have known before the raid what they were going after. This is why we do this work because it is so easy to be an honest journalist these days. You just go and take people and ask real questions about Joe Biden's sex trafficking, about Hunter Biden. You just ask the simple questions. It's not even hard. So before the raid, months before the raid, Cash Patel told us on this program what was about to happen. Listen. Says, now that Cash has authority, when will he release the declassified documents that were never released? Yeah, I wish I had the authority. So I've seen a lot of this on Truth Social. And what happened was President Trump substituted me in to be his representative at the National Archives because we did this big declass at the end of the Trump administration. And his cronies actually bureaucratically stopped the declassification process, if you believed it. The commander in chief said declassified to this mountain of documents. And he walked out and his cronies were like, well, we're not going to exactly do that. So now we're in this fight and people think I can just walk down to the National Archives and like throw it in my, you know, uh, my backpack and walk out. I'm working on it. And of course, the bureaucracy is getting in the way, but that's not going to stop us. I will be going to the National Archives in the coming weeks. I will be identifying those documents and I will be demanding that they be released because they are already declassified. The reason they're not released is because they show more corruption at the FBI and DOJ, just like we showed uh, during our Russiagate investigation when Devin and I landed. With Devin and I have always said, the American public has only seen 60% of what we've been able to see. So just imagine that 60% and you have the biggest criminal scandal in US history. Why, why won't they release the other 40%? The same reason they didn't want to release the first 60%. It shows corruption at the highest levels. It shows politicization. It shows political enemies using the intelligence system and law enforcement to prosecute a political vendetta, which should never be allowed. So I am going to continue that work at the National Archives. I apologize. I can't get it declassified overnight, but I'm on it. It's great to be right. Oh, it's good to be right. We're going to give ourselves tennis elbow, patting ourselves on the back so much because we showed you what this was. Months before the raid, we knew what they were going after. They were going after the deep state documents that Donald Trump declassified about the Crossfire Hurricane investigation, Russiagate investigation, Hillary Clinton email investigation. He has them all. Trump has them all. He's never released them. This was a insurance policy I think Donald Trump had. I think he planned on perhaps using them, arguably, when he runs for president again. This was probably the thought process here. Or release them in his second term as president. But nonetheless, this is what Donald Trump had at Mar-a-Lago, and this is why they had to raid it to get those documents back because of its indictment of the deep state. 
So what is the deep state doing now in revenge to Donald Trump? Special Counsel Jack Smith is nearing the end of obtaining various testimonies and evidence in the Justice Department's criminal investigation into Donald Trump, who has been accused of mishandling classified documents. Trump's Mar-a-Lago home was raided by the FBI in August 2022. Many boxes of documents were taken away. Merrick Garland alleges that Trump was not supposed to have these documents at his home. That's, of course, fraudulent. That is, of course, a lie. We'll get into that with Mike Davis in just a moment. The Presidential Records Act is very clear about this. Bill Clinton kept classified documents in his disgusting... Uh, sock drawer. Gross. Don't ever, ever, ever buy tube socks uh, being sold at a garage sale at the Clinton, Clinton residence. Biden, of course, has uh, been discovered to be in possession of classified documents, also going back to the time as vice president uh, in the Obama administration. The development comes uh, after Trump was indicted uh, by Alvin Bragg over charges of falsification of business records. However, it appears that there has been a disagreement with Trump's inner circle, which has seen one lawyer leave his legal team, according to the Wall Street Journal. Smith's report, Smith reportedly interviewed every employee at Mar-a-Lago, including maintenance, staff, and maids, attempting to gather information that would be effective in demonstrating that a crime was committed. My God. Smith must prove the substantial evidence that reveals Trump's intentions in keeping the documents at his Florida home. The special counsel has apparently asked questions of the luxury homes staff that would be used to rebut the defense that Trump's legal team is sure to use, according to the report. Smith could charge Trump or hand over the matter to Attorney General Merrick Garland, who would ultimately be responsible for making the final decision on charges. The report notes that Smith's team has obtained evidence that the former president held onto important documents after being asked to surrender them comes after the National Archives turned over communications to Smith's teams with apparently featured Trump consulting his advisor on how he would declassify and could declassify documents, which, of course, he can. So what's the big crime here? Jack Smith's prosecutors have evidence that Trump kept classified documents in his office and showed them to people. Derp. He moved boxes around. That's it. That's it. Now, of course, Trump has plenary power to declassify Trump has the sole discretion as the commander-in-chief to declassify anything he wants, including but not limited to space alien stuff, the Kennedy assassination. Uh, uh, it's going to be wild if Trump gets the power to do that again. Trump has already promised to declassify all the Kennedy documents. But what is Trump's great crime here? He moved boxes around, according to CNN. This is the huge bombshell that leaked out over the last 24 hours, that Trump had the boxes moved. Watch CNN have a panic attack on air. Two of Trump's Mar-a-Lago employees moved boxes of documents at the residence, Trump's residence, just one day, one day before the FBI and a prosecutor visited his home to retrieve classified documents. So just let me give you a sense of the timeline here. This was in June 2022. It was after a subpoena had been issued, right? And then it was the day before the FBI was scheduled to come get documents. Sources familiar with the matter telling the Washington Post that investigators believe that that timing is suspicious and a sign of possible obstruction. Sources also revealing to the Post that Trump and his aides allegedly carried out a, quote, dress rehearsal for moving sensitive papers he didn't want to turn over to the feds. There's also evidence, according to the Post, indicating Trump had classified documents in his office that were both visible and at times shown off to others. Well, they're not classified if they're declassified, idiot. Hey, moron. Like, uh, 
I, I moved over the last 18 months. I moved from Washington, D.C. to here. I, so I did the same move as Donald Trump, actually nearly the same time, moving from Washington, D.C. down to Florida. I moved boxes as well. The stuff in my boxes were declassified and the stuff in Donald Trump's boxes were declassified. Numb nuts. Well, I, I, I am failing to see the crime here. This is why they're trying to interview the Guatemalan maids at Mar-a-Lago and it's not going to work. Ladies and gentlemen, we have new polling and new information on what's happening with Donald Trump as the attacks on him intensify. And also a very interesting comment from Ron DeSantis about Donald Trump and this special counsel. First, ladies and gentlemen, you are going to need your cell phone coverage to work for you. You're going to need it to be quick and effective and to be stable. And you're going to make sure that you're not using woke companies when you are on your telephone. Please do not do that. Use my friends at Patriot Mobile. I don't know about you, but it takes a lot to shock me these days. If you see our judicial system resemble third world banana republic, as you're seeing here, you see trusted American companies embrace insane, destructive, woke policies, Target, <coughs> Bud Light, and is frankly depressing. It's nice to have a company that is a Christian, conservative, wireless provider that offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So in a fast-moving news cycle, you gotta have Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Benny today. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Benny to get free activation with the offer code Benny. Ask for their coverage guarantee while you're there so you can keep watching our show. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think you're looking at a situation where uh, you're gonna just have the Three Stooges, the Three Stooges style of uh, attack on Trump, right? Where like you take the bowling pin and they come after Trump and they try and swing and hit Trump, but they 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 hit the rubber they hit the the rubber machine and it knock himself in the head. It's precisely what happened the first time that they attacked Donald Trump. The first time that they tried to put Trump in jail, um, Donald Trump went up in the polls by like thirty points. Watch. Strategy head to head. Uh, Trump has increased at least 10 points since February. So 5320. Mike Pence at five. He's lost a couple. Uh, Haley's hanging in there. She was at seven when she announced and dropped down to four. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is holding steady. He wants to be third by the first debate. I think he's en route to doing that. Look at the Donald Trump numbers. Why did they go up 10 points from February to now? I would say because of the court hearings in, in New York in March. Exactly. And people are realizing they're going after him in every angle, in every state, so many different states. And they're saying, this guy, no wonder he is the way he is. No wonder he has to fight back because they're trying to put him in jail. Yeah, because they're trying to put him in jail for nothing. And what you do end up getting, however, is the fever rush of every single media company and organization on planet Earth covering breathlessly Donald Trump traveling through Manhattan in order to just sit in a court and be like, not guilty. Y'all got to feel me. That's what you got. You got gangster Trump. And you also got 400 million bajillion hours of melted down to the core media coverage, which also helps Donald Trump. As you know, I am a fan of Donald Trump. This ended up helping him. You could see it in the polls. You can see it in the fundraising numbers. And then, of course, you can see it in the panic attacks that were broadcast the first time they tried to arrest Donald Trump. Go. And Karen, you're saying as soon as he enters that building, he is technically under arrest? Yes. 
He's, he will be in the custody of the DA's office investigators, obviously with his Secret Service guard as well. And he will be told he is under arrest and he is in their custody. And I think it's worth taking a pause for a moment and recognizing the moment that we're in that we've never been in before. And that is that when he walked into that courthouse and he was escorted officially, Donald Trump, former president of the United States, front runner for the Republican nomination for president of the United States, is now under arrest. Who the hell are these people? Could you imagine being friends with people like this? Can you imagine like, like having to socialize with people like this? Like the, the libs who sit there and there's the little studios that are going to be black very soon. I mean, they, they're all going out of business. Cable news is going to be bankrupt in, in, in not in my lifetime. In like the next seven years, cable news, like the plug will be pulled on so many of these networks. But like what what is it like to be friends with people like that? Like Chris Jansing or, or, or Anderson Cooper. Like do they talk like that in real life? Soon I will go to get myself a dark roast mocha latte from Starbucks. At that moment, I will pay the cashier for the mocha latte at Starbucks, and I will receive it, and it will be mine. Shut up, Chris Jansen. What are you doing? You're creeping me out. I'm your friend. Look, why are you telling me this? Why do you talk like that? These people, they're, cult they're, they're cultists. They're cultists. They're cultists. And they need Trump. They need Trump. They need this news. They know they're going out of business, and so they got to have this news. I'm telling you, this stuff is literally created so that they can stay in business. You saw the ratings for CNN when Trump did his town hall? It's so that they can stay in business. Ron DeSantis has weighed in on this. Ron DeSantis announced he's running for president this week. Ron DeSantis is doing a lot of press. He's like ubiquitous yesterday. He was on every single show. DeSantis suggests he'd pardon Trump if necessary on first day if elected president. Uh, so this is now, of course, bleeding its way into the presidential primary process. This will be these will be questions that get asked. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that that's, get ready. This is how it's going to work. Here's DeSantis. Do you think the January 6th defendants deserve to have their cases examined by a Republican president? And if Trump, let's say, gets charged with federal offenses and you are the president of the United States, would you look at potentially pardoning Trump himself based on the evidence that might emerge of those charges? The DOJ and FBI have been weaponized. We see that. Uh, we see it in a variety of contexts, some of which you mentioned. Some of it is the FBI going after parents going to school board meetings. Some of it's how they treat a pro-life demonstrator, how they don't go after people that are attacking pro-lifers. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to do on day one, um, I will have uh, folks that will get together and look at all these cases who people are victims of weaponization or political targeting. And we will be aggressive at issuing pardons. Now, and that could be from a grandma who got arrested and prosecuted too much all the way up to potentially Trump himself. Is that fair to say when you analyze what the charges might have been brought on a federal level? I would say any example of disfavored treatment based on politics or weaponization uh, would, would be included in that review, no matter how small or how big.
Hey, listen, pardoning J6ers is a strong move. Um, wish there was different leadership at the FBI. I think that they could have changed this. My contacts inside of Trump world, um, well, here's what they tell me. They tell me that Donald Trump did not push forward with the prosecution of Hillary Clinton and the continuation of the Hillary Clinton investigations, which were ongoing for the entire four years of Donald Trump, and that we got no re no resolution. Now they've destroyed all that evidence, right? The reason why he didn't do that is because he wanted to the country to heal, and he wanted the country to sort of come together. And, of course, before coronavirus and before uh, the nightmare of that man, Donald Trump was heading towards like a 40-state victory against Joe Biden. I mean, it was uh, it was it was going to be a clown show. It's going to be awesome. Now there's a lot of things, a lot of a lot of money morning quarterbacking and what did the CIA and the FBI do and how you know and and all it's too much to get into here. But listen, the reality was that 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 kind of worked technically. That sort of worked and then the wheels came off. And this is why this is why you got you got to look at your playing field for 2024. And you got to look at them with columns. You got to look at them based on like the, the 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 strengths. With DeSantis, you have high administrative strengths. The best governor, I would argue, the best best Republican governor in my lifetime, without question. Oh, but, but Ronald Reagan was governor of California. Yeah, California went hard blue after Ronald Reagan's leadership. Hard blue. So. Not trying to dunk on the ghost of Reagan, but like Republican leadership is like, is your state actually becoming more conservative or not? Ron DeSantis, best administrative mind and best administrative governor uh, in, 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 in my lifetime, maybe in any lifetime for the Republican Party. Very low on charisma and very, very low on media savvy. Meanwhile, Donald Trump, greatest show on earth. You'll never top him. It's a, it's, a, it's every moment that Donald Trump is here on the political stage. I savor it because when he's gone, you'll never get anything like it ever again. Greatest show on earth. But administratively, could have cut the head off the FBI. Could have cut the head off the deep state, and that's where they're going to attack him on. You saw that yesterday, going after Fauci, the hiring of Fauci, and so on. And then you triangulate the, you triangulate the map, and you get Joe Biden where you have charisma and energy and swagger and, and administrative capacity, and they go, that's Joe Biden. You have neither. So the Republican Party will have to choose between those two, right? Those two strengths on our side, because we don't have one guy with, with, with both really managed great. And then we have Joe Biden with none. So that's what that's America's choice. And here we are. This is 2024 for you, ladies and gentlemen. Ron DeSantis is right about the weaponized FBI and DOJ. Apparently, the FBI knows exactly who dropped the pipe bombs, quote unquote, non-functional pipe bombs at the DNC, but refuses to identify the prime suspect. Well, this is fascinating. The FBI continues to stonewall congressional oversight investigation into a pair of pipe bombs found at the Democrat National Committee and Republican National Committee on January 6, 2021. On Wednesday, House Republicans, the Judiciary Committee, re-upped demands that the comprehensive briefing 
on the two-year-old case in which the FBI has refused transparency. Your failure to comply with our request, particularly concerning, given the recent media reports regarding the pipe bomb investigation, earlier in the month, FBI whistleblower told the Washington Times the FBI identified the vehicle uh, the sub the subject entered shortly after planting the bombs, but has not pursued the individual. Why hasn't the FBI pursued the guy that they know planted the pipe bombs? That seems odd. The FBI had surveillance video that showed the person entering the car, visible license plate after exiting the metro stop in Northern Virginia. Kyle Safarin, a former FBI agent who worked on the case, told the paper that the agency tied whoever the person was that dropped the bombs with surveillance cameras all the way through the train and getting into the car with a license plate. Seferin told the Washington Times the two bombs were inoperable. One former FBI assistant director observed, just doesn't add up. There's just too much to work with not to know who the guy is. Yeah, been calling this out for a while. There's only one person with the balls to actually have properly reported on this. Tucker Carlson, pour, pour out a 40 for your homie. Tucker Carlson, images of him building a uh, studio in Maine have surfaced this week, so we are very excited for that. But Tucker Carlson asked these questions, part of why he's no longer on the air. You see, you can't ask. You can't be so over the target. Tucker Carlson, always over the target. Go. Whatever happened to the investigation into those two pipe bombs? Now, everyone's assumed those bombs are planted by a Trump supporter. The media have told us that. But who is this person? 13 months later, we have no idea. The FBI says it has no leads at all in the case. That's very strange. The FBI has video footage of the person who planted the pipe bombs. Footage of that person sitting on a park bench outside the DNC, talking on a phone, reaching into a backpack and planting the device in the spot where Kamala Harris's security people found it the next day. Now you'd think in the age of facial recognition software, that video might produce a suspect. You'd think the fact that person was on a phone might be very helpful since people are identified all the time in crimes by their phones. But no, no leads whatsoever. Nor apparently does the FBI have DNA evidence, and that's very weird. That means the person who planted these bombs did not leave a single fingerprint, not a single skin cell, hair, or droplet of breath on either one of the pipe bombs. This person never coughed or sneezed or exhaled moisture onto his or her gloves or onto any of the surfaces he or she touched while sneaking around the surveillance fortress that is Capitol Hill on camera the night before January 6th. My God. So Meemaw with 25 cent flag from Walgreens, who's even just remotely close to the doors of the Capitol, is going to get locked away in the federal pen. Why? Well, because of geolocation via cell phones. Uh, her cell phone being a cricket wireless uh, Android. But yeah, throw that lady away forever. The pipe bomber, however, who planted these bombs for, by the way, uh, intended effect, well, they they just vanished. Even though we know, of course, who they are. We're just going to let them go. The most fascinating reporting on this, without question, comes from someone who was on the program earlier this week. His name is Darren Beatty. Revolver News did a deep dive into the security footage. Not only did they find that this security footage is intentionally degraded, but that there's huge frames and cameras that are missing. 
So the FBI is sitting on this. What the who's the pipe bomber? I this is these are the these are the questions that lead to real answer. If you ask the right questions, you'll get the the real answers that show you how the system operates. Watch. The pipe bomber even looks at camera to head on for some reason. It's very frustrating because we can't see the moment the pipe bomber plants the pipe bomb, but the FBI can. That's because the whole scene should be captured on camera one as well and much more clearly than camera two. Camera one has a clear shot of both benches. If the FBI released the full tape from camera one, we could see the pipe bomber planting the bomb. So somebody planted bombs outside the headquarters of this country's two main political parties. That would seem to be a big story. And yet no one ever mentions it again, including the FBI. The search for truth is asking the right questions. You must be allowed to ask those questions. Skepticism is always right. Skepticism is always correct because skepticism is a prerequisite for truth. That is why Tucker was, of course, empirically correct in asking for the release of all of this footage. We know where the cameras are. You can see where the cameras exist. The FBI clearly has the footage of the pipe bomber, but you've only ever seen this really grainy, out of focus photo that looks like it was taken from a video camera and intentionally degraded in order to obscure details of this bomber. Now I have cameras on my house that aren't particularly expensive. And I'm telling you, I can zoom in uh, at extremely crisp detail. I'm sure you can too. Take a photo with just your generic iPhone and you can see wild detail. The sophistication of camera technology is possibly the fastest rising sophistication, uh, technological sophistication uh, that is available to the, con to the consumer. Camera quality is like a hockey stick, baby. And you're telling me that the DNC and the RNC and inside of Washington, D.C., which is a national security state, they don't have any better shot of this guy on the metro system. He rode the metro. Right. Got it. Tucker. It's all pretty mysterious, actually. And maybe weirdest of all is that the FBI has only released three minutes of the video showing the person who planted the bomb. Why not release more tape? Why doesn't the FBI release all of the video that it has so the public can help identify this person? If you really want to catch this person, this person by publicly available accounts planted a bomb mere yards from the vice president elect of the United States. That's far more a threat to our democracy than anything that happened at the Capitol building by far. And if you wanted to catch this person, you would release as much information about this person as you could, wouldn't you? It's weird. Who's running this FBI investigation? We hate to think that person was in any way connected to the fraudulent Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot that the FBI helped set up right before the 2020 election. We're not sure of the answer. We can't confirm one, one way or the other because the FBI is pretty closed mouthed about all of this. Mm, yes, pretty closed mouthed about it. What possible motivation could they have for hiding this identity? What possible motivation could they have for raiding Donald Trump's home? to get the Crossfire Hurricane documents that are so damning to them. Mike Davis will join us in just a moment to talk about it. Uh, but first, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of being closed mouthed, I uh, can't open my mouth without my coffee in the morning. This is my blackout coffee mug. 
I drink exclusively blackout coffee on this program because blackout coffee is non-woke, because blackout coffee is brewed here in the United States of America, made here, roasted here in Florida. It's a kick-ass coffee company. It's run by total patriots. And you should energize your day because you're going to need energy to fight evil. You should energize your day with my friends at Blackout Coffee. Please, ladies and gentlemen, go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Use the coupon code there, 20% off your caffeine for the day. They got a lot of incredible products. I'm telling you, you like crack open that bag and you're like, "Mm, ah, that's the stuff. That's the strong stuff. Again, it is made right here in Florida and is made by Patriots. Stop giving your money to woke companies that hate you. Stay true to your values. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Somebody who's going to go full blackout mode is going to be Mike Davis when he is made acting attorney general, uh, presumably in the next Republican administration. And uh, I don't think there'll be an FBI left uh, after, after Mike's reign of terror. The great Mike Davis joins us now. Mike, you're going to do it. I know you're going to do it. I've been following your Twitter feed. You seem pretty riled up about Donald Trump, Jack Smith, the special counsel. You've been coming on this program and preaching the power of declassification. But now it seems that they will be bringing charges against Donald Trump after interviewing the Guatemalan maids at Mar-a-Lago. Give us an update about what you think is going to happen. I'm seeing all the news reports, so I have a feeling that this is going to be uh, this is going to be happening soon. Well, it's, it, what's going to happen is, is what we've been talking about since August, Ben, is they're they're uh, going to indict Trump for the non-crime of having his presidential records in the office of former president in Mar-a-Lago. This is allowed by the Presidential Records Act, and they may not charge him with that. They may try to charge him with obstruction of justice because uh, apparently there's evidence that Trump had boxes moved uh, uh, before or after the raid. Some my god, yeah, my god. So they're going to try to say that this is obstruction of justice. But what they're missing, Ben, is there is a memo from March of 2019. They Jack Smith, who is part of the Justice Department, needs to walk over to the Office of Legal Counsel (OLC). Because the Office of Legal Counsel puts out legal opinions, and those legal opinions are binding on the executive branch, including Jack Smith. And what there is a March 2019 legal opinion from the Office of Legal Counsel that deals with this issue of obstruction. It is generally not legally uh, not legally possible to obstruct. Uh, investigations into non-crimes, right? So if there is not an underlying crime that the federal government is investigating, you can't obstruct justice by interfering with those investigations into non-crimes. And so even if President Trump somehow uh, tried to interfere with the uh, investigation of uh, the Mar-a-Lago investigation, what, 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 Attorney General Merrick Garland was investigating was a non-crime. It is not a crime for former presidents to take their presidential records when they leave office. That is why Congress gives former presidents office space, secure office space called SCIFs, Secret Service Protection, federally funded staff, security clearances. It is specifically permitted by the Presidential Records Act that former presidents have their 
presidential records. And a presidential record is any document created or received by the president or his White House staff. And so if the CIA sends a document to the president or his staff, that is a presidential record. It doesn't matter whether it's classified. And we need to step back then and just remind people why this came about. Hillary Clinton, when she was Secretary of State, got caught with her illegal home server with America's most classified secrets. And this illegal home server was almost certainly hacked by our worst enemies, maybe Russia, maybe China, maybe others. And uh, the American, uh, the, this home server almost certainly had evidence of the Clinton Foundation's illegal pay-for-play bribery schemes with foreign governments and foreign actors, right? And so when Hillary Clinton in 2016 got caught with this server, what did she do? She destroyed it in, in the face of a congressional subpoena, real obstruction of justice. And so what did the FBI do? The FBI actually destroyed or returned the remaining evidence, which is unbelievable. The FBI also colluded with Hillary's campaign with uh, President Obama, Vice President Biden, the Obama Attorney General, the Obama CIA Director, and others to concoct the Russian collusion hoax, which led to the crossfire hurricane investigation that hobbled President Trump for the first three years of his presidency. And why did the FBI do this? Well, according to the Durham report, it was to distract from Hillary Clinton's own legal troubles. And so the FBI interfered in the 2016 election. They interfered in the 2020 election by covering up Joe Biden's clear foreign corruption, his foreign bribery schemes, including a whistleblower evidence at the FBI that then Vice President Joe Biden took $5 million, maybe from Ukraine, and changed American policy. This FBI is rotten to the core. It's corrupt. So that's the 2016 election that the FBI interfered with, the 2020 election that the FBI interfered with. And now they're interfering with the 2024 election because they did this unprecedented, unnecessary, unlawful home raid on former President Trump to go get back these cross fire hurricane records, these crossfire hurricane records that Trump declassified via presidential memo the day before he left office, but President Biden never made public. He didn't make them public. He actually sent a home raid to go get them because these crossfire hurricane records, as we're learning from the Durham report, are so damning for Obama, for Biden, for Hillary, for the deep state. And that's what this is all about. And so now they're trying to take out Trump with this indictment, part of this lawfare campaign we saw with Alvin Bragg in New York, uh, with Fannie Willis in Georgia, Jack Smith, Garland's handpicked special counsel. This is lawfare to take out Trump. And if, if the Biden Justice Department actually cared about classified records, why are they going after Trump for records he's allowed to have under the Presidential Records Act, and they're not going after Biden who was absolutely not allowed to steal Obama's classified records or records, classified records when 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 Biden was a senator. And there's evidence that Miranda Devine has at the New York Post that Biden actually used used these stolen classified records to secure front funding from Ukraine. That is perfect, Mike. I mean, that's the that's the summary of what's going on. And it, it makes your blood boil. It makes your skin crawl. It makes me very, very angry. And it makes me desirous of somebody who can come in there and actually break jaws on behalf of the rule of law, 
right? Nobody is saying like, go after Hillary Clinton for something she didn't do or manufacture a charge against Joe Biden. That would be evil. We still have souls, at least on our side. Uh, but why not enforce the law against them? I mean, I don't, I don't think it's too big of a step to assume that they really would be wearing orange jumpsuits and breaking rocks in prison yards if you were to enforce the law against the Bidens, the Clintons, the Obamas. There's no question that they broke the law. They, 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 <laughs> Hillary Clinton had an illegal home server that was hacked, and she had this illegal home server so she could run her illegal uh, foreign bribery scheme, her pay-for-play scheme uh, with the Clinton Foundation. Uh, Joe Biden stole classified records, and he used these classified records to secure funding from Ukraine, illegally secure $5 million or more from Ukraine and from China and from Romania. It seems like every Biden has been paid off. They've, they've laundered money. They have foreign corruption, tax evasion. Every Biden has been paid off, of course, except for their four-year-old granddaughter, who these scumbag Bidens refuse to even claim. Every dirtball scumbag Biden seems to be on the Ukrainian, the Chinese, the Ro Romanian, some other payroll, except their four-year-old granddaughter who Joe Biden doesn't claim because he's a he's a, an absolute scumbag, terrible person. But where is the FBI on this? The, I'll tell you where the FBI is. The FBI is actively covering up for the Clintons. The FBI is actively covering up for the Bidens. This is not a conspiracy theory. They have the whistleblower evidence. They have the documents. The FBI is refusing to turn these over to James Comer in the face of a congressional investigation. FBI Director Chris Wray, who was Trump's biggest mistake of his first term, is mm. part of the deep state. Chris Wray was a protege of James Comey for five years mm. during the Bush 43 administration. Chris Wray worked for James Comey for five years, right? He's covering up. Chris Wray is covering up for James Comey, the former FBI director, who is up to his eyeballs in this. Chris Ray is covering up for Andrew McCabe, the former deputy deputy director. Chris Ray is covering up for Peter Strzok. Chris Ray is covering up for the Clintons. He's covering up for the Obamas. He's covering up for the Bidens, the Uniparty. They're all part of this. And this is not a cons conspiracy theory. There are documents that show this. The Durham report shows this. Final question for you, Mike. This thread that you popped up on Twitter is I think particularly fascinating as you have been right on this issue time and time and time again. Uh, what is inside of these documents that are so damning? Like, what would be your guess? I don't like I don't like asking you know metaphorical questions here, but these cross. I mean, this is a a massive step and also a huge risk, obviously, to the Biden administration to go do this raid and then to go bring these charges. Uh, they're walking a fine line. What is so damning in these records that were declassified that would entice uh, this raid, um, especially given what we know in the Durham report? Right. Like what would we what would we learn outside of the Durham report that's worth this massive raid on a former president's home? Remember on the Durham report, we saw the crossfire hurricane investigation was completely bogus, made up to go after Trump to try to throw the 2016 election to Hillary Clinton and involved the FBI and involved intel agencies and involved the president of the United States, Obama, Vice President Joe Biden, the attorney general for Obama, the CIA director for Obama. They 
literally weaponized our justice system and our intel community to take out a presidential candidate and to protect another presidential candidate and her obvious crimes, her corruption with the Clinton Foundation, her hacked email server where our secrets were were hacked. Remember, the Durham report has the unclassified version. There is also a classified version. As I've been saying for August, since August, the whole point of this unprecedented, unnecessary, and unlawful home raid that Biden and Garland ordered after they went to a biased magistrate judge, Bruce Reinhardt, who had just recused from Trump's civil lawsuit versus Hillary six weeks prior because he had a judicial bias. He had bashed Trump on face on Facebook, they went to him. This was a desperate move because they had to get back these crossfire hurricane records that Trump declassified via presidential memo on January 19th, 2021, the day before he left office. The FBI convinced his chief of staff not to publicly release them until they did a privacy review is what their pretext was. Well, guess what? The FBI never did the privacy review. Biden never publicly released them. And then Biden and Garland sent in this home raid to go get these documents because they're so damning. They showed the FBI, the intel agencies, broader law enforcement was weaponized in a presidential election. That is third world banana republic Marxist hellhole stuff. And that's exactly what the Democrats did in 2016, 2020. And they're doing it again in 2024 with this Jack Smith special counsel uh, in, uh, indictment that's coming up. My God. My God, what yep. a world that what a world we have! It said uh, taxation without representation, right? It was the rallying cry uh, for the Revolutionary War uh, because people didn't, didn't feel like the, the, the their government was defending them; that they were paying a lot of money for the government to oppress them, and that's that's where we are today. We're paying a lot of money for the government to oppress us and not care what we have to say. I mean, it's we really are back at square one. Mike Davis, thank you for your fight. God bless you. You can find Mike Davis's work at Article 3 Project. This is his Twitter account. Mike, where else can people search your incredible scholarly work? Thank you, Ben. And this is why it's critical that conservatives win this next presidential election or we are cooked as a country. We'll lose the Supreme Court. We will lose everything. Our God-given rights to speak, associate, worship, and protect ourselves. If you think it's bad now, just wait until we lose the next election and lose the Supreme Court. It's at article3project.org, article3project.org. You can donate there. It's at article3project, at article3project on Getter, Twitter, Truth. And my personal is at MRD. D-M-I-A, M-R-D-D-M-I-A. And thank you, Ben. Godspeed, Mike. A bit of breaking news here. John Durham will be testifying before the House Judiciary Committee after releasing his scathing report on the FBI. John Durham, the man who never really speaks publicly, uh, you can't ever find him able to like on camera, like having a conversation. John Durham will be testifying on June 21st. So that's a month from now. I uh, expect that to break some eggs in Washington, D.C. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are fried after a week of <laughs> a week of wild news, but we remain centered and we remain optimistic for this country. We remain centered and optimistic for a simple reason, not because there is particularly any great or good news out there, but because we are focused on the only good news that is actually permanent and, and forever and, and 
that is the scriptures. And so we have a verse of the day, and we always read it so that you can have good news with your day and with this show. The verse of the day comes from Matthew 4. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And that is, again, why we humble ourselves and we speak the word of God on this show. And we hope that that word of God carries you forth into the weekend and that you spend time with those who are the most beloved to you. And you gain a new and profound understanding as to why we got to save this place because there is no one coming to save us. If America collapses, then no one's going to send food bags or aid to us. Are you kidding me? That's not how this all works, you see. We got to save number one. We got to work for this place and have good motivation to do it. Family is a great motivation. God, family country is my motivation. Godspeed and God bless you into the weekend. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show.